This is your 7 o'clock news. I'm Tracy Adams. You know what I thought you were just doing the B for? See, I didn't even know the beat till you got to the uh-oh. That's a throwback. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Hot Tea. Truly edifying arguments for the real Christian walk. We're your host. I'm Mikey. I'm KK. And this is hot tea. Don't forget to subscribe, sip, sip, subscribe, and share with us. Or share, sip, 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 sip. I always can't remember. She's yours. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, dang it. Sip, subscribe, and share. There you go. One of those orders. With us. Amen? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tongue tied, okay? Yes. So, cousin, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about spiritual maturity. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh. It's gonna be maybe my ruffle some feathers. I don't know. It should ruffle some feathers. Mm. It'll definitely ruffle my feathers when I was talking. Listen, I'm all, my feathers is always ruffled, okay? Because ain't nobody perfect. I do like feathers. They're really good at you. Okay, like let's keep her on track. Lead us in the prayer. Oh, all right. Close your head, my ass. <laughs> Dang it! I did it again. <laughs> Close your eyes. Bow your head. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity for growth in this moment and in this season, Lord. I ask that everything that we say be edifying to the body of Christ, to those under the sound of my voice. I thank you that it edifies ourselves as well, God. Thank you for us also learning something new in this day. And thank you, Lord, for just blessing everybody who is listening. May they have a great week. May there be blessings and healings throughout their life and out their day. And anybody who's looking for a job. May that job be opened up to you. Not the job that you want, but the job that God wants for you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. I, I don't know where that came from, but somebody looking for a job. Yeah. Anyway. Amen. Ooh, let your faith, let your faith stand on that. Yeah. Not in what you see, but in what you know in the faith of God. Amen. Okay, prophetic word. Sorry. What's up, buddy? My bad. Cool. All right, open this up. Oh, okay, cool. So, spiritual maturity. What is spiritual maturity first? Okay. You want me to get my own? Yeah. Okay. Give it up. Spiritual maturity, I automatically think of growing from glory to glory. I don't know what scripture that, that is. That sounds so churchy. Like, what does that even mean? I feel like it means exactly what it says. You grow in your understanding of what your faith really means. Mm-hmm. And through that, you grow to different levels of your faith. So glory to glory. I get that. And I feel, I, I know personally what you mean by that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's a big church thing to say okay so let me take my little church hat off mm-hmm. my mother the mother hat <laughs> <laughs> spiritual maturity i guess in layman's terms means your growth in christ from a babe to mature believer like a disciple is that better okay okay I and it can look different in every season i feel like we're always gonna be babies to the lord so Big facts. So you're always growing. Like you never come to the full conclusion of like I know everything about God and I'm the most holiest of holies. I guess unless you Enoch. Yeah, true that because he like, he, he really had to go through that. Word. My boy had the best spiritual <laughs> spiritual experience ever. That's my goal. Like when mm-hmm. people are like, Yo, what are your goals? I'm like to walk like Enoch. Look, he would walk like Jesus. Yeah, but like to be whipped up out of here, like whoop. Out of here with the Lord, like, she, and she just was no more. Like, I never seen her again. Into my room, and was like, "Where is she at?" Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. the Lord. The Lord left a little note, like she with me. So no, I, I would, I would look at them all first. I would check at them all. <laughs> I would be looking, Lennox. Okay, she really is the Lord now because she's not here. 
at the mall. <laughs> she ain't at the mall. I'm looking she ain't at, at the, the spa. I'm looking at the latest flights too. I'm like, did she book any flights? Because you know she, she don't plan nothing. Bali. <laughs> you know she quick to get up and go. Right. Okay, she ain't had no flights booked. Right. She with the Lord. My oh, phone, she left her dog. My phone is. She with the my Lord. My dog's there. Because mm. you know the Lord ain't gonna take my phone. <laughs> he ain't gonna. You ain't gonna be needing that where you going. So you could look right at my Delta <laughs> app and see she ain't got no flights. <laughs> she ain't got no flights. Her dogs are here. She's not at the mall. Her purse is here. No, not, oh, she with the Lord. Gotta she be. With the Lord. Gotta be. She is with the Lord. So, anyway, those are my goals. If anybody want to know, but good goals. Good goals. Thank you. You want to give your definition of spiritual maturity? So, spiritual maturity to me is like, you know, okay. So, like when I first came to Christ, right when I got saved, saved. Because mm-hmm. right? we talked about being saved, saved first season. First, you get saved, and then you get. Saved, but you're like, I'm living for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just get saved, saved altogether. But excuse me, sometimes in a black community, you just hear about Jesus and you're like, Yeah, I accept him, whatever. And you just be living your life, like, I'm a Christian, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's Christian. And then you get saved, saved, where it's just like, I am a Christian and I am the most devout of the Eucharist. Mm. Um, but sometimes I feel like that's a get into religious spirit, but reverse let's mm-hmm. skip the step so i feel like spiritual maturity is the time where you how do i put this because i want to put this in layman's terms you go from fan to follower true but mm-hmm. not what i was gonna in the fact of like dang because like this is like this is gonna be so kind of divisive and a little bit in mm-hmm. that you go because not even even when you're a follower you still mature yeah so it's like I'm not even just a fan I'm a friend of God but I don't just give it to him raw I'm trying to but I'm trying to find the words like I because maturity has nothing to do with age spiritually. Mm-hmm. Because you could be spiritually mature in 12 yep. and spiritually immature in 63. Yep. It does not matter your age. It matters your heart posture and your intimacy and where you are mm-hmm. with God. Now, I can be a follower. I can be. I, I, I say friend, right? Instead of a fan, I'm a friend of God. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So, I got it. I got it. Okay. I got it, guys. Woo! We got it. You got it. So, you have friends. We mm-hmm. all have friends. Mm-hmm. Think about the time when we were not, when we were still in the club, right? So we- That was a long time. Yeah, you got <laughs> friends and you know who your friends are, but you also got club friends. Mm-hmm. And these are your friends that you only go to the club with. I don't see you no other time unless Except for when the nightlife is out. Right, these are your club friends. Uh-huh. And then you got friends that in that time, maybe you got some church friends. And it's like, you only see these people when you go to church. And then it's like, oh, you know what? I also got my work friends. Mm-hmm. And now we do work things together. Mm-hmm. And then maybe we, but we don't really mix. We don't do life together. Yeah, Outside we don't do work. life together. Yeah. I think that is spiritual maturity. Mm-hmm. When you go from a club friend mm. to being an intimate friend. Mm. For, but sometimes when you try to bring your club friends into your life, they don't like that. Yeah. And they be like, They're oh, too serious here. Yeah, we just here for the Pull club. Pull up. Okay. Right, post some off. That's where I'm thinking, like, that's my analogy to spiritual maturity. Okay. And that I went from, I just see you on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at the club, but mm-hmm. now we hanging out on Monday and Tuesday. Hmm. Okay. So, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to spin that into 
what I think from the like a spiritual standpoint, like a Christian standpoint. Mm-hmm. So I feel like me personally, in my experience, me going, growing in spiritual maturity went from me just saying I go to church to actually doing life with Christ yes. every day, yes. not just on Sundays. Yes. But sometimes, like, that's just step one of maturity. Sometimes. Right? Sometimes it's just that. Now I'm doing life with Christ, but then now my prayer life is here, and then now I'm doing mm-hmm. this, and now I'm speaking, and now I'm doing that. And, now I'm do- and like, and even, not even singing in the works aspect, mm-hmm. but in just me growing with God. Yeah. That brings to mind the scripture that says, um, I believe it was, when it was in James when he says, don't only just be a hearer of the word or a reader of the word, but a doer of the word. And so I think that's the catalyst. Well, actually, that's not the catalyst. That's like step two. Step yeah. one is fearing the Lord. Yeah. Fearing the Lord first. Because if you don't fear the Lord, you're not going to follow him. You ain't going to be checking for what he got to say. We got to do an episode on fearing the Lord. Definitely going to have to do an episode of that. Mm-hmm. I believe, let, let's talk about it in stages because I think that'll help us like really okay. break this down. So you're starting your journey of spiritual maturity with the Lord. First things first is you got to let go, of, relinquish your will, which means that you have to come under his lordship. I mm-hmm. think that people understand salvation. They, they don't understand, understand the rest of that. You go to the, I love, you know, I, I believe this might've been Uncle Nate or Aunt Shay always saying um, that sanctifi- uh, salvation is instant and sanctification is a process. Meaning that you are always welcome. The Lord is always going to welcome you into his presence. You can always accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior in the church building on the corner of a street. You are always, well, salvation is 24 seven open and available to everyone. Mm-hmm. But people what people fail to realize is when you go down to that altar at the, you didn't heard the altar call, you feeling great. You accepted the Lord as your, as your savior, but have you accepted him as Lord over your life? And that is when you go through the sanctification process. And shortly after that is when you become to be discipled by the Lord, but it takes you being intentional and going through the process of becoming a disciple of Christ. Like you, and it's, it's going to be stages. It might start off with the Holy spirit, just telling you hey you need to let that go you need to I'm, I'm gonna bring you into a season of seclusion and you might not have those same friends when you come out of this season and it's gonna take you surrendering your will to that process and sometimes it's gonna you're it's gonna cost you something it's gonna cost you something and your your maturity your level of maturity is gonna is gonna be based off how much you're willing to follow the lord and surrender to his will for your life okay i'm gonna give an example okay Real life example. So when I came to Christ, you know, I was on fire for God. I'm like, ooh, God, yeah. And so I get into community. Um, you know, I'm knowing people, but I'm going to be 100% honest. I did not have a strong prayer life mm-hmm. at all. And so at one point, I decided to do my own thing. And I literally, I can tell you exactly what I said. I said, I feel like God, that I'm at the door, right, of God's store. Let's say God had a store. Like, we Mm -hmm. were on Main Street. God had a shop there. And I'm, like, knocking at the door, and it's like, we'll be back in five minutes. Mm. Back in five. That's what I felt like after, like, the fire of Mm. freshly being saved. Mm Kind of, like, started dwindling, I guess to say. So, at that point... I almost put you on my business. Go ahead, girl. Spill your tea. I, I, I love it. Can we get a sound later? <laughs> so that 
at that point, and I remember telling a bunch of people, like, no, 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 I'm still with God. God left me. Mm. It's saying that he'd be back in five. Like, mm-hmm. it literally mm-hmm. says that on the door. Like, that's kind of how I saw it. And that speak just saying those words let you know that I was spiritually immature. Mm. But God himself wanted to let me know that I was spiritually immature. Because I promise y'all this is going to sound crazy, but this is a true story. I am sleeping. Not even sleeping. Am I sleeping? I was like, maybe in my vision eyes. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 no, this it, it was like not even just a vision. It was like real life. Mm-hmm. So I'm like chilling on my bed. And literally, it's like a like a flash of light, but it was but it's like light, but if it was like light was thunder, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Okay, it was not thunder, it was not light, but it was light it and thunder. Like a burning bush moment, right? <laughs> no, and it hit me. It was uh-huh. I'm like, Ugh, right, and I went <laughs> like that, hey. like that. It was really like that, and my Bible was open. Now, mind you, like my Bible was not on this scripture. Mm-hmm. The scripture opens up on my Bible. Because, you know, sometimes you close the Bible app and be on the, I was not there. I was, like, in Genesis somewhere. And it opened up in 1 Corinthians 22. And I tell you the truth, Ooh. this is what it's it spicy. says. <clears throat> Sorry. Dang it. Did I just move it? I did. My bad. Sorry. 1 Corinthians 3, 2. It literally says, I'm going to start from, like, the middle of one. I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in Christ. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger, and you still aren't ready. Mm, mm, Period. mm. I'm trying to get y'all a steak and y'all on the kids' meal. Literally, God was letting me know I was not ready for what I was trying to do. Mm. And instead of, and this is a true story, instead of me falling back and getting with God and letting God mold me and be my Lord and submitting myself to God's will, like, you know what, God, let me humble myself and get into prayer and, like, you know, seek your face and just build an intimate relationship with you. I was like, all right, God, cool. I'm out. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Cast away. This is a real true Trip. story. And it wasn't that I said that I was out, but my actions said that mm-hmm. I was out. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, again, not spiritually mature, I didn't know how to do those things. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that season. And yeah. I think that's where that it can be a dangerous season to be in where you start to kind of drift away and you you try to do your own thing mm-hmm. instead of following the leadership of the of the holy spirit that's how you fall into things like the lord knows my heart like eventually i was you, you just the lord knows my heart like because so you're like you genuinely love you what are some yeah. like key phrases that you know you, from people who aren't certainly sure but i yet. feel like people who do that like who who helps because I, I feel like i've been in that season too where you get to the, the lord does my heart season you genuinely believe that you're following the lord and that you that you that you rocking with him but your heart is so distant from him that you don't understand that yeah the lord knows your heart but if you read through the scriptures it said that your heart is wicked <laughs> and he's trying to change that thing okay so that's a key phrase for 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 someone who is spiritually a, immature a, a spiritually immature mm-hmm. another thing that has been 
going around on social media is oh i'm half hood and i'm half holy you can't be half hood and half holy in god's kingdom you're either going to be all the way holy <laughs> or you're not going to get in and i think that the culture either makes that i think that the culture thinks that that's funny i don't find that funny at all for you to be claiming that you have hood and have holy i think that that just exposes that areas of your heart <laughs> that you need to work on because yeah. the lord is not trying to have you out here hood yeah. he's trying to have you out here holy um and that comes with denying yourself that comes with the letting the the, the fruits of the spirit be displayed in your heart not your flesh because that's you can't be half holy and half, half flesh holy, like yeah. you, that's not gonna work um and so i think that um also like uh another trigger or another uh sample of someone who might be spiritually immature is you only see things through your perspective you you want to be right like you you don't want to be righteous you want to be right Ooh. and i feel like we can deal with that even in even if you are a, a mature believer you can deal with that sometimes too yeah. but how long are you holding on to that offense though a spiritually mature believer would be like i know i can't hold on to this i gotta let this go so lord help me as opposed to i know i'm right and i'm gonna get the final word you know like you gotta let the lord fight your battle sometimes <laughs> I'm going to say something, and we might get canceled. Uh-oh, don't cancel us. Our mamas will still watch, though. Well, my mama will. <laughs> my mama I can't different. say the same for auntie. <laughs> As we said, <laughs> so before, my mama a little different. Oh, but, <laughs> Simona watch. Simona. Colin will watch. Colin will watch. We'll at least have a solid three views. We got a solid three. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of times we mistake being religious with being spiritually mature that's so real and then ooh, mistaking religion being religious for being spiritually mature that's that self-righteousness yes it is that's like that oh well at least i'm doing this but look what they doing like i'm not gonna come from your aunties and grandmamas in the church mm. who are far away from god but ooh. they know the rules and the letter of the lord yeah killeth Instead of bringing life, yeah. and you're walking in a spirit of religion, religion instead of love. <sighs> yeah, that's a spiritual image. And but that's you're so spiritually mature because you want the board, mm. or you know and, the word. Yeah, and you yeah. stay for the benediction because the word says that you know we all fall short of the glory of God. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that go ahead and that excuses me yeah. of a bunch because you know we all fall short of the glory. Yeah. Oh, you touching on something. Go so ahead. not only people that are in the church that are, are walking in self-righteousness, but going back to the immature believer who thinks that they can pick out scriptures to follow and ignore the others. Ooh, That's a tall tale it's sign. It's the buffet of scripture. Yes. You know what? I know the Lord said I ain't supposed to have sex before marriage. I'm going to exclude that one. But the one that he said, you know, give, I'm going to be a giver. I, I'm a giver. I'm going to sow into the kingdom. I'm going to pay my tithes. I'm going to give to the poor. But this whole purity thing. I'm gonna Surely take, the Lord can overlook that. I'm going to take you one a little deeper. Mm -hmm. You know, God says that we're not supposed to do it before marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I feel that. But God says you shouldn't be a homosexual. And so that's worse. Yeah. Even Ooh, though I'm having okay, sex so before marriage. Okay, so you ranking. Marriage. So you ranking now. Oh, that's a good one. That's a that's a tall tale sign of a of a spiritually immature person where you're trying to compare yourself to other people and what you do and don't do instead of comparing yourself to Christ and what He's called you and what He's called you to. And yeah. the the church of old will love to crucify somebody uh, gay, yeah, but have a boyfriend that they live with. Or you a liar? Something that seems so much so much smaller, right? You're right. a whole liar, whole liar. You're a whole gossiper, whole, a whole gossiper. slanderer. Child, a whole God I hate that though. Ain't that the seventeenth thing that God tongue. Haughty tongue. Haughty tongue. Haughty tongue. Haughty tongue. Divisive, mm. like 
But you out here talking about some somebody gay, so that surely they can't be as bad. Surely they not getting into heaven, but, but I'm going. But I'm going because you know I only did this a couple of times. What? Shall Lord rebuke you? Okay, so another. <laughs> Another sign of an immature believer is that, oh, grace abounds. Ooh, grace that's abounds. a good one. Grace That'd abounds. be the one. That'd you know, be the one. I'm under God's grace, honey, so yeah. I can do what I please. Like, right. all I got to do is repent, even though I know I'm about to do this sin and I know that it's sin, I'm going to go ahead and do it, and then I'm just going to repent after. And, you know, because, you know, God you got know. grace. Yeah, God got grace. God got grace. That's what he, he died you know for, right? He know also, Jesus is the homie, right? He the homie. Yeah. He is the whole homie, and he my boy. And you know the scriptures say that those who call on him, what's that, what's that scripture that say? The Lord, if you confess in your mouth, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. And I, I know Jesus, I believe in Jesus. And so as long as I believe him, even though demons believe in him too, as long as I believe in him, that gives me the access and the permission to be able to do and live life that I want. I'm gonna put God first in my bio, Ooh. but live as a as as a as a, as a child of the enemy. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest mm-hmm. in this episode that. I just stumbled upon somebody's page not too long ago that said God first, and they was just butt all through it. And I'm going to be 100%. When I walked away from God, when I checked them deuces a little bit, I did not say God's name. Mm. And I'm going to be 100% in this that I literally was like, I'm not putting him in the bio because my page does not look like God. So why would I say to people that I'm a reflection of God in this earth? And I ended up talking to my friend. I remember this. We were sitting on the beach, and he told me he became a Buddhist. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I may not look like I walk with God, uh-huh. but I got to talk to you. In that moment, I realized, I was like, listen, my life needs to reflect Jesus because mm-hmm. I can't talk to people about Jesus if you don't look like Jesus yeah. because the Jesus you've given me is it's not lining up. It's not lining up. It is not lining up. I cannot drop it like it's hot to every time I hear cash money taking over for the 99 and the 2000 and tell you that you should be walking in uh-huh. a certain way. Like, it's yeah. just not going to work that way. So I knew for myself in that in that season, I don't look like God. Mm. So I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. I'm not going to say God first. I'm not going to say these things because as a believer, I know that you're going to look at me as a reflection yeah. of God. That's that's good. That's good. And even within the Christian community, that's important because there's a scripture that I want to pull up and talk about and talk through this with that topic. Um, It's Ephesians 4 and 14. And it jump. I'm just going to jump in and it says, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown away, blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. And so even in the Christian community, you will never, I wouldn't. I've never, I just, I just can't get over the fact on, I'm usually, I'm, I'm not even surprised anymore. You know how, you know, you tell me you're Christian. I tell you that I'm Christian. And I assume that we believe the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We believe what the Bible says. We stand 10 toes down on, on what God has spoken. And then as I talk to people who claim to be Christians, I find out later that you like new age. You believe that you can have Jesus in crystals. You think that it's okay to talk to your ancestors. Like, so we don't believe in the same God. Like, you, you claim Christ, you claim Christianity, but there's just no way. If I'm reading the same Bible that, you can't be reading the same Bible that I'm reading, and you are blown away by every false wind of doctrine. You you think that you can have New Age and Christianity, or you think that you can have your idols and Jesus. You think that you can have your opinions and your thoughts and negate what the scriptures say, or you can have your political party, or you can have whatever, insert whatever here, Right. And it's just like you got to stand 10 toes down on what the scriptures say. You can't 
you can't fold under pressure you can't fold under persecution you can't fold over being canceled or being scared like I, I just I find myself in situations even like at work or wherever I'm at I'm gonna I'm gonna stand on what the truth of the scriptures say not oh I'm not gonna back down out of being the only one out or um you know I, I'll give a simple example I was sitting amongst Christians mm-hmm. proclaimed Christians one time and the question came up about Okay, uh, it, it came up about like, okay, so you and you're married to, to a guy, right? Mm-hmm. You're married. He gets in a freak accident and no longer can get it up and have, you know, mm-hmm. get it on no more, right? And so we go around the table and they're like, what, is, what do you do? And so they're going around the table. One person's like, well, I'm going to have to get me a boyfriend on the side and he's just going to have to be okay with that. And another person's like, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to come to an agreement that I can basically step out. And they're all saying the same thing, same thing, same thing. Then it gets to me and I'm like, well, I made a covenant. <laughs> I made a covenant for in sickness and in health and to death do his part. And so I'm going to go into prayer and believe the Lord is going to restore and heal him. And if he doesn't, I have to stay with my husband and the Lord is going to have to help on me, help me in that area to remain um, pure unless he's going to heal my spouse to be able to get it on and popping again, because I am in a covenant relationship. I don't get to back out. I don't get to back out and step out on my spouse just because this freak accident happened. And like the scriptures say, I'm in covenant. This is what I agreed to do this. I came into marriage. This is what a covenant does. I don't get a way out just because this happened. And they was just like, Oh, okay. I feel you. I feel you. Y'all don't feel me. <laughs> Y'all don't feel me. And so it's just like, it's interesting to be in, in the Christian community and have such difference of opinion on what, so, on what the scriptures say. Or like even recently when you were saying like you was trying to do your um, mat- matchmaking business and you're trying to match women with a godly man and you finding out that these godly men ain't waiting. <laughs> Y'all not waiting. <laughs> Y'all out here getting it popping. So you can't possibly want a godly a godly wife who's actually following what the Lord has told her to do, which is no, no sex before marriage. It's just like, the, it's just, it's baffling to me. You know, this is the thing about purity for me personally, which I'm going to just tell you in that. And if you can't wait, mm. I can't trust you. Right. You have no self-control. That's a fruit of the spirit. So this is a true story. I'm a, I had to look at my text. Cause there was a man of God I had met and The man of God made it clear to me that he could not date me because we would not be having intercourse. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And he wrote to me that I like you a lot and I don't want to lie to you. The simple truth is that I cannot abide by your rules, which requires celibacy till marriage. Those ain't my rules, by the way. Those are <laughs> the Lord's rules. This is a man of God. <laughs> man of God. Right? <laughs> It would be a huge lie to accept those conditions. Without the sex, they will cause resentment between us, and it is not a good idea. Mm. Mm. So, I'm going to give y'all full disclosure. I don't care if this man watching, whatever. (laughs) Turn to the Lord. (laughs) That being said, so, in, in, not in that text message, but he really was like, you go, what you going to do, make me wait a month? This is before I told him we were waiting until marriage. I was like, well, no. Which had already been obvious since we're oh. both Christians. We're both Christians, <laughs> right? There we go. You made your own Jesus up. <laughs> and so, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm disappointed. It, it depends on how long it takes for you to propose. <laughs> Ball is in your foot. 
fuck what? It could be a month. It could be three years. Who knows? Side note, I don't, I, I don't date nobody for three <laughs> years, but that. So you're saying that, but you also you. So in your mind, you could not wait a month. Mm. A month was too long for you. Mm-hmm. But you travel for work. Yeah. Where you're gone for two weeks, three weeks, sometimes a month, sometimes mm-hmm. a month and a half. How can I trust you to be faithful in our marriage that you say you want? Because you said, he said, I want to marry you. You're the wife I want. This, that, and the third. I'm going to be able to trust you in mm. this marriage when you cannot wait a month mm. for the wife that you claim you want, love, and have. And like, oh, I'm the one for you. You can't even just wait a month. Mind you, this, this text message happened within three days. He was waiting for three days. At least he gave you one for the father, one for the son. <laughs> 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 Holy yes! <laughs> he gave you one for each of them. You know? Three days. He was two, thinking Trinity. Three days uh, and two dates. Okay. <laughs> Surely that's enough time. <laughs> you would have popped that thing open. <laughs> oh, girl, give me an offer. <laughs> I cannot trust you oh, in, in a marriage. Mm. You go on for two weeks because I know my man can't wait a month. Can't even go on a girl's trip. Can't go on no girl's trip. Mm. I can't a make a pilgrimage to Mecca. I have a whole girl. Can we get back from the grocery store? Let can't me wait. go to the Holy Lands. They have no nanny at the house. Let it wait. Child. Mm. You have no self-control. Uh, and that's a fruit of the spirit. That uh-huh. is a fruit of the spirit. Fruit of the spirit. Immature. Immaturity. You are an immature believer. Yeah. Immature believer. Um... Okay, so, okay, so I have to, um, let's talk about and wrap up with how to, we've already talked about how to acknowledge and, and, and notice an immature believer. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we touch on how we, re- we, I think, did we already touch on how we realize that in ourselves, our own personal I talk, experience? I talked about okay. my personal experience um, of being an immature believer. And I think I talked about that. Oh, well, I think I touched on it. I, I definitely touched on it in season one when I talked about how I went from being saved to, to being saved, saved. And we... You mm-hmm. go back to episode one but now let's talk about um how to if you are if you feel convicted in this message um how to come out of that how to come out of that let's leave let's leave our our family with some hope mm-hmm. and to give let's be very clear even when you do become mature in christ you only the lord only expects you to continue growing you know you can't get comfortable in that season even if you are a mature believer you're gonna fall short you know he knows this and every season of your life and your journey with him is going to look different so don't beat yourself up you know if you notice that you fall into any of these categories go ahead and repent and bounce back and ask the holy spirit to give you some guidance it's no shade um so let's talk about how we can get free from that i'm gonna just open up with a scripture um I'm gonna. Oh. I'm in my scripture right now, but I'm like, where can I start? Because I don't want to read this whole thing. Which what, where is it? I'm in Hebrews. Yeah, Hebrews. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna hop as living and living as children of the light. Do your thing, and, then and I'm gonna you, you jump yes. in. Um, Ephesians four seventeen says, "With the Lord's authority, I say this: Live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander from they wander far from the life God gives, because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against Him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But this isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from Him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former." 
way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Like we said in the beginning, you have to fear the Lord. Surrender your life to the Lord. Count the cost. Like that's I love how the scripture says you got to count the cost. You the one who said, Lord, I want you to be my, my savior. Right. Okay. But he wants to be your Lord also. Because in order for you to make it to his kingdom, which is, I mean, and I hate to say that because this is not the goal. It's not the, the goal is heaven, but the Lord wants relationship with us. You're waiting to get to heaven when heaven's waiting to get right. inside of you. Yeah. Heaven's now. You should you know? be in heaven now. Right. That's just, when we actually get there, that's just a celebration. That's a graduation. Mm-hmm. But the Lord wants you to have relationship with, with him now so that you can enjoy this horrible world. Because as believers, this is the closest thing to hell we'll ever experience. But you ain't gonna make it if you if you don't surrender your life to the Lord, and that's just real. You have to surrender your life to the Lord. Be surrendered to Him um, by throwing off your old nature. You you know the things that you do. Um, instead of habitually sinning and habitually falling into those places, surrender them to the Lord and ask Him. Ask Holy Spirit. He's sitting right here. <laughs> ask Holy Spirit. Him to oh, yeah, we, sorry, commercial break. Holy Spirit, you got something to say? Okay. All right, but. Surrender, surrender your life to the Lord and let him walk you through the journey. You have to be willing to go through the journey of salvation, of mm-hmm. sanctification. So I'm going to go to Hebrews 5, 11. It's going to be a little long because I'm going to end up in Hebrews 6. But <clears throat> there's so much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen. You have been believers for so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Hold that there. Mm. Let that marinate on you for he a really second. really came for us. <laughs> Child. You've been a believer for so long. For you so was raised long. in church. You know the word. You've been sitting there. You speaking tongues. You've been my baptized mama, in the spirit. My daddy a pastor. My daddy a pastor. <laughs> right? All these things. And you should be teaching. Mm. But you but for the streets. <laughs> instead, you got somebody teaching you the basics again and mm. again because you're going to be so spiritually dull. Mm. You are drinking milk. You are on the basics of God versus wow. the intimacies of God versus sitting there and going deeper in the word and letting the Holy Spirit, because mm. the book is alive, right? So you're not even getting the life from the book that you need to be getting mm. because you are so dull spiritually that you have not sharpened your tool. Mm. So, g- verse 14, solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong pause at that through training through training training what does that mean to you through training you got to go through the trenches with god sometimes you Mm -hmm. have to again surrender your plans and allow the holy spirit to lead you and it's not gonna always be a nice experience but you have to be trained you have to train your spirit your spirit woman your spirit man to rise up um, and, and do the things of the Lord. So I'm going to just go to new, to the King James version of that, right? It says, even, um, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern. Mm. That makes me think about the scripture. I believe it was in Matthew where it says, those who put my words into practice. Mm-hmm. You can't just, once again, you can't just go to church, read your Bible every 
a scripture that keep the devil away and you never apply what the teachings of, the, of christ have 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 been written it's like i, I love how uncle navy like it's an open book test like it's dummy proof like he's giving us the bible to guide us through our lives and if you're not reading it you're not applying it what growth will you have now i'm going to finish back up in hebrews 6 1 we're just going to go one through three so let us stop going over the basic teachings about christ again and again let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we do not need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing your, our faith in God. You don't need further instruction about baptisms and laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And so God willing, we will move forward to mm -hmm. further understanding. I think that is such a sobering set of like that scripture right there got you like because he really he really came for them like it was so that's come on my boy paul let's stop doing the basics stop of doing oh basics. god's grace oh god knows my heart mm -hmm. oh it's Do okay I to repent for every little thing it's all right god's grace covered it and you know let's move from these basics please these are the basics let's get in deep with god mm -hmm. let's get a little intimate let's get under the covers with him right right let's like that there's a difference between it's like yo we out here you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say something about myself real Go quick. Ahead. There's a difference between going on a date on a Friday night and getting flued out. Hey, there's a <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between I sat in your face and I got to know you mm -hmm. versus we got we stayed up late. It's a difference between chicken wings and fries. We <laughs> and a steak dinner on a yacht. It's a difference. <laughs> Why are we still going over these things? Yeah. I'm going to be 100% honest. Listen, I, I'm going to tell you a little something about my day in life. We got time? It's <laughs> going to be real quick. It's going to okay. be a quick story. So there's this gentleman that I was dating. Okay. Long story short, we do not date anymore. And <laughs> we would go on dates mm -hmm. every week. And we would see each other every week. And we knew nothing about each other. Every week? Every week. Hmm. We knew nothing. Hmm. We didn't share any intimacies. We didn't we go the deep. Surface. What's your favorite color? What you like to do? Just blah. Just blah. What's your five-year plan? I don't know, by the way. <laughs> what the Lord said is. <laughs> what the Lord has said. Right. It, it was real surface. Yeah. We never got deep. Mm -hmm. And that's every day? Y'all dated every day. Not every day, but like once a week. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest. Every other week, but frequently, frequently, frequently enough to have a deeper conversation. Yes. Okay. That's where you are with God sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, well, I know the basics, mm -hmm. and that's what he's talking about. You know the basics. Some people don't. And we went over them so mm -hmm. many times. Mm -hmm. How many times do we have to go over? How many times are you gonna ask me my favorite color if it is not apparent to you? <laughs> if everything you see everything pink. <laughs> Clearly, you have not been paying attention. Mm. <laughs> you are spiritually dumb. <laughs> like, I mean, it's so obvious. It is the most obvious. And when you don't understand the basics, you get tossed by every wind of doctrine. Like well, this sounded right, and then this is, and then mm -hmm. I love Buddhism as a belief system and because it's my just so pure. Because the Lord created them, right? <laughs> but you go to Buddhism and meditate all these days, but God told you to meditate on His Word day and night, mm. and you didn't do that. 
because yeah. meditation for the Lord was just not good enough for you. But you didn't get deeper with God. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Oof. Mm. We ain't gonna get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I claim it. That's it. That's a cancel me, baby. I that's don't. It. I'm a, like, listen, God. Jesus was an enemy of the world. I'm listen. It is what it is. But yeah, I think this is an amazing topic. I think it's very sobering. And even for those who are spiritually mature, what are you doing? Like, what are we like? I feel like even those that are mature, like the scripture had came for the ones that said that they should be teaching. What mm-hmm. are you doing? What are you doing with with what what you know? You know, I right. feel like we are all evangelists. We, As believers, we're all evangelists for the kingdom. What are you doing to bring those, draw those to Christ? What is, what is your not true. life? What is not your life? Everybody's saying? an evangelist. I'm saying like we're all called to... To, to bring the gospel, to bring the gospel, bring, yeah, bring the message of salvation, whatever. Way yeah, that but looks sometimes for that's you. nobody's calling. Like yeah. they like, listen, I'm not good. Not at everybody that. called to be on the streets. Yeah, and that's not what I mean. But like, we I are supposed to bring though. the message of Christ. Spread the gospel. Spread the gospel. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Are you leading a small group? Are you doing a podcast? Are not you even. Writing? Like, are you just being light in your at your job? Are that's you what I'm saying. Not even like on a big board. scale. Like, it doesn't even have. Is to your be. family safe? You don't even have to be noticed by anybody else but the Lord. Right? Are you evangel like it's just even in, where you, are you at work? Mm-hmm. How what's the spiritual life at work? Yeah. Are you bringing the gospel to your family? Like literally, do you live at home with your cousin? Yeah. Is your cousin saved? Does because this is the thing the people closest to you know your truth. They and they're not going to believe the fake God that you're giving because you're giving living a double life or whatever the case may be. You're not spiritually deep. It's like, oh, the God that you serve ain't answer none of your prayers. Mm. The God <laughs> that you serve. <laughs> attitude. The God that you serve ain't going to curse me out. And I think it was Kanye West who said it in one of his songs. And he's just like, nobody want to tell you when you be a light God. But when they tell you that you ain't, this is like, um, I forgot what the song said because I'm on the spot right next week wrapping up. But it was like, um... Ain't nobody tell you when you being like Christ. I was talking to my dad, and then he had said something to me. I said something back. He said, that ain't Christ-like. <laughs> it be that one moment it where it's good. just like, and you have to be so deep in with God. Oh, my gosh, I feel so famished. I haven't eaten today. Um, <laughs> where you are not, you have to be so entrenched with God. When people cut you open, that Jesus falls out. Yeah. Love What's coming comes out your out. mouth when you stump that toe? Right. Love should be spewing yeah. out of you at all times. I promise you, I've been in some very bad situations, and the best that they got from me was love. Mm. And people are like, how? I'm just like, how not? Yeah. Because oh, their you, fruit's being cultivated. The fruit of the spirit's being cultivated. Has if been cultivated. you being cut open, mm-hmm. what is going to come out of you? That's good. That's, that's where good. your spiritual maturity is. Yeah, that's good. I, I think another sign of spiritual maturity is how, how you deal with the fence. I think I mentioned that. But also... Are you self-reflective? Like, are, what's, are you self-aware? Like, when you catch yourself, you might not say it at your mouth, but if you said it in your mind already, it's already a sin. <laughs> it's already a sin. What do you do with that? Yeah. Are you one that knows how to go? Like, I, I, when I, I can, I can feel the Holy Spirit being quenched when I step out of alignment with God, and I immediately repent. Immediately repent. And so, spiritual maturity is a journey. Like you, even when you go from milk to, to I don't know if the stages. I, I gotta ask my boy Paul when we get to heaven. Do you go from milk to applesauce, <laughs> applesauce to chicken nuggets, to Cheerios? I don't know. I think you start putting level. cereal yeah, in the milk. You get a cereal, little bit. You know, and then I can get a little gravy or something. I feel like as mm-hmm. we grow with Christ, we're always gonna be like I said in the beginning, growing our faith, growing in our areas of maturity. And there might be seasons where you kind of drift or fall off, but that's okay. You need to be self aware. Repent get back on track um you also got to stay in that word too we didn't really touch on that much but unmature uh 
uh, amateur believers is, is a dusty Bible syndrome, like Pastor Johnson used to say. Open that Bible up mm-hmm. <laughs> and get it in you. Get That's it in a fact. You. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Hot Tizzy. Today's tea was really hot, though. It was. It was sizzling. It was good. Shoot, yeah. It was boiling. It really was. That was a good episode. I'm just sorry. I'm like, it might toot my own horn, but you know. It was a little good. That's the Holy Spirit. That me up. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. All right. But, yeah, so... Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. May the grace of... Oh, wait. First off, I want to shout out my homegirl, Kiana. It is her birthday. Um, So, shout out to Kiana. Happy birthday, boo. Love you. So much love from the people at Hot Tea. Towards you. Pouring up a hot cup for you. Throw some kisses. Um, (laughs) Everybody, shout out. Happy birthday to Kiana. So, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Have a blessed week. Bye. Bye.